What is the difference between Hasidus in Russia or Europe and America? Oh, that's a loaded question. Oh, oh, oh that's a loaded question. My answer to that question is there's no difference in the Hasidus. There's an enormous difference in the Hasidim. And there's an enormous difference in, this, in their environment. I'm going to tell you something that I heard secondhand. There was a Yid in Crown Heights who I knew, who had a connection to a Kloisenmeger Chassid, who told him that he had a Yechidis with the Rebbe many years ago. I don't know when, but many years ago. And in the Yechidis, the discussion turned to the question of different kinds of Hasidis, Chabad versus Poilin, in the classical quote. And that, uh, I don't know if he was asking or the Rebbe was offering the question of why Chabad is so important, what's wrong with something other than Chabad. And the Rebbe told him a fascinating thing. He said, the reason there were different types of Hasidis is because Hasidis was revealed or developed in different communities that had different Darki Halimu. There were different approaches to learning in Hungary, in Poland, in Russia. And because there were different Darki Halimud, there were different Darki Hasidis. And then the Rebbe told them, today it's been universally accepted that Darki Halimud is Litvisha, the Litvisha Darki Halimud. And therefore, the Hasidus that has to be universally studied is Chabad, which is a Litvish Hasidus. It's a fantastic interpretation. Because that means that if there are 20 different Drachem to Hasidus, I don't know if there are 20, but there are certainly more than two, it's because there were different communities who learned Torah differently. And the Rebbe argued that today that it's universally accepted that the best Darach Halim or the Darach of Litvish and Lenin of the Liban and Lite, so the Hasidus should be in the Derech of Hasidic Lite, of, of Toiras Lite, which is Hasidus Chabad. That's what the Rebbe told. You see, Hasidus is for living people, communicated by living Tzadikim, living Rebbes, who are the Moshe Rabbeinu of their times, which means just like Moshe Rabbeinu gave the Torah once upon a time, and even though there's no new Torah, but there is a renewed Torah. The way the Torah is brought the people of a different time and in a different place. So when you ask me what's the difference in Hasidus in Russia and Hasidus in America, you have to understand the difference between the Hasidim in Russia and the Hasidim in America. And there are so many, there are so many differences. Before you even go to the fact that their worlds were cloistered and safer and purer and holier and ours, much more pluralistic, much more open, with much more challenge and so on. Before you even get to that, think about the culture of a Russian Jew, a Russian human being, and an American. We're culturally different. I would argue that the culture, the psychology of a Russian person is a Gavuda personality. It's quite pessimistic. It has a very dark sense of the world, they have dark humor, they have dark music, they have dark art, and they have dark philosophy. Their tendency to be very critical, they're also very intelligent. But there's a gvura, there's a darkness about the culture. And I think the Hasidis, believe it or not, reflected that. In other words, it didn't only reflect the Torah of Rusland, it reflected the people of Rusland, because they're all connected. You live in a certain place, you're affected by your environment. Americans are very open, they're very honest, they're 
positive, maybe even to the point of naivete, a little bit too positive. And they just need a different pill. In other words, before you get to all of the differences in terms of our religiosity, just looking from a cultural perspective, American people are very different than Russians. And um, you cannot give an American a Russian version of Hasidus. It just doesn't work. The, the melancholy Nagunim and the melancholy Fabrengen and the whole melancholy disposition towards life, which includes a very severe measure of acceptable criticism. You criticize yourself, you criticize others, you judge, you analyze, you study people and actions. It doesn't work in America. Americans are not mediums for that kind of life. They're just not those kind of people. Now, people came to America and said, eh, Americans will not make good Hasidim. Why? Because they don't have Russian blood. They don't have that melancholy. They don't have that intensity. They don't have that critical thinking and judgmentalism often directed towards self. They're freer, they're opier, they're opener, they're more happy. They like themselves more. The Friedrich Rebbe came here and he said that he knows that the presumption is that American Jews are not the right trader for Yiddishkeit and for Hasidus. And the Rebbe said, I disagree. The Rebbe said, I see American youth as a very fertile surface to plant the seeds of Hasidus. I heard from Yankel Hecht, J.J. Hecht, who was certainly an American Hasid, that the Fiedike Rebbe said that Americana Yugans are naguta teig. The American youth are very good dough. They have to be thoroughly kneaded. That things should mix and stick. Because Americans may not be intense and melancholy, which seems to support the intensity of the Derech of Chabad, but they're very sincere. Americans are the most honest, sincere people in the world, and I believe also kind. I think it's the culture in America. Those character traits are very good for Hasidus, but it has to be different. It can't be good, it can't be negative. It can't be sad and heavy. It has to be joyous and alive and positive. Um, and if you really get down to it, right, the changes that the Rebbe made in Hasidus, without a doubt, have a lot to do with the fact that you know, we're living in a world where most Jews are not from, where even from Jews are very open to the secular world, to the greater world, and you have to deal with those tests. That in the shtetl in Russia before World War I, you didn't have to face those tests. But before you get to any of that, just the personality of a Russian Jew, a Russian person, and an American person, is so different, you have to adapt to Hasidus. Hasidus in America cannot be negative, and Hasidus in Russia had to be negative. It's, it's culturally expected. And the Rebbe made changes because he understood the American psyche so well. And like the Friedrich Rebbe, Rebbe and Rebbe is really one Shama. he understood Americans are incredibly good mediums for emes, for Mesiris Nefesh, for sacrifice, for truth, for principle, for idealism. But it has to be packaged. Positive, kind, happy. Um, and I guess one of the things which maybe some of us would see as a negative American, Americans needed to look pretty. Americans are very much about a pretty face. And the Hasidus has to have that appeal also, that in Russia wasn't such a big priority. Now, you asked a question, and I answered it, but I don't think I answered the question the way you would have wanted me to answer it. Because I didn't address the Yiddishkeit, I simply addressed the societies. 
So I'm going to give myself another opportunity to answer this question a second time, where I'm going to talk about the difference in the world of Yiddishkeit uh, in Russia and in America. And this is going to be, of course, more specific to not the difference between the Hasidists, but between how the Rabbeim treated, how the Rabbeim acted.